Before we get into the podcast, I just want to take a minute to tell you a little bit about our Rockstar Coaching Course. The Rockstar Coaching Course is not your typical coaching course, guys. This is an eight-week online coaching course that you as the box owner head coach will go through with your entire team together. I created this course because as much as I've gotten value over the years through courses like the level one, level two, level three, and specialty seminars, I've always felt like something was missing when it came time to translate that information back into a great class experience and in turn a successful gym. As a box owner and coach, I quickly found that soft skills like group management, relationship building, and communication skills were far more important to building a successful gym. So I created the Rockstar Coaching Course to put all those skills in a single course and to do it in a way where an entire team of coaches can do it together, not just the owner or one or two coaches going off and doing it on their own. So if you're a box owner and you're looking to develop a stronger and more cohesive team, upgrade your class experience, confidently coach less classes, and retain more members, then this is the course for you. If you sign up today, use code 7 at checkout, and not only will you receive $100 off, but you'll also receive two 45-minute coaching calls with myself to troubleshoot any area of your coaching and your team development, as well as lifetime access to the course. Head over to sevenfigurebox.com slash course to learn more and sign up. Hey guys, welcome to the Seven Figure Box Podcast. My name is Andrew Frezza, and today we're going to be talking about prepping for 2019. And it's just a couple days before the end of the year, so I'm kind of getting this thing in at the last minute. But these are some things that we're going to be thinking about ourselves now and in the coming weeks. And I wanted to get this out there to you guys so you guys can go into the new year with some momentum and to figure out in advance where you want to spend your time money and attention in the new year rather than reacting as things come up okay and so we're going to do it proactively by planning things in advance rather than doing it reactively so the theme of this podcast is kind of taking the things as affiliate owners that we think of as being more unpredictable things and trying to make them as predictable as possible so we're ready for them and we're not on our heels throughout the year okay so some of the things we're going to cover in this podcast is things like reviewing your 2018 numbers and planning some things financially for 2019, um, setting up your calendar of of events for 2019, launching a committed club, which is kind of the last chance to do that if you want to do that for 2019, and then how to use your calendar, how to think about your time in 2019, as well as goal setting and um, revisiting some of your long-term and short-term goals for the coming years. Okay, so First thing that that we're going to be doing and that I want you guys to do, and this is not necessarily in any particular order, but reviewing your 2018 numbers. This is a big thing that you guys should definitely be doing at some point in the next couple of weeks. All right. So you want to be able to look at, you know, your your expenses throughout the year and figure out where is your money going? Where is how much revenue did you bring in last year? Right. See this from an aerial view and start trying to predict where your expenses are going to go in 2019. And if you're newer in business, this these numbers aren't as important, but once you start to create a track record, these numbers start to tell a really specific story about where your money's going and the trends from year to year. So I would not only look at 2018 in and of itself and look at, you know, how does your equipment expense compare to your 
you know, employee and staff expense? How much are you spending on cleaning and maintenance? Um, how much are you spending on coaching? All these different categories of your business, you want to see and you want to see them as a percentage of revenue. So you can really see like, where is this big chunk of money going? And how can we maybe adjust things in the next year? And then you also want to look back at past years, 2017, 2016, however long you've been in business, and see where you're starting to see bigger increases or decreases in, in numbers, right? And see where those trends are going and figure out where you can maybe make adjustments, okay? So one example that I remember, I used to work at Norwegian Cruise Line for a couple of years doing sales. And I don't know if this is a true story or not, but um, one of the managers once told me that um, when they were cutting costs at Norwegian, that just by switching the brand of the olives they were using on all the ships, it was saving them like $50,000 a year. Okay, so just this simple adjustment of switching brands, saving a little bit, that over the course of a year of all the ships in their fleet and all the cruises they're running was a pretty substantial number, right? I mean, in the course of their business, $50,000 is a lot, but that's another employee. That's somewhere that's, and they do that for multiple food costs over the course of their entire cruise line, and that becomes a substantial chunk of change. So with our businesses, when we're in that day-to-day mix of spending money on things, we don't really think about the cumulative expense of things. So this is your chance to see that cumulative expense and, and start to define where you want your money to go rather than letting it just kind of leak out on its own. Um, and, and where we want to define things, uh, one thing that's helped us a lot is figuring out some of the expenses that happen once a year and starting to plan them on a monthly basis as opposed to just waiting for them to show up. So things like taxes, affiliate fees, insurance, equipment purchases. These are things that are kind of one-off expenses, but most of them are happening at the same time every year. I mean, especially affiliate fees, you're getting that invoice the same date every year. Insurance, you're probably getting that the same date every year. Equipment, while it may seem unpredictable, chances are you're spending around the same time. Maybe it's around Black Friday, or maybe you're doing always doing a purchase in the summer months when you start to get busy with your classes. So start to define those in advance, and then kind of the next step of that is to do what um, we've implemented, which is called Profit First. And this Profit First is a, a book that you guys can read that I highly recommend reading. But kind of the gist of it is that you can set up multiple bank accounts where a percentage of your revenue is being taken out every month throughout the year. So if you know you know, your taxes are a certain amount, you know your affiliate fees are $3,000, you know you're paying $1,500 in insurance, and let's say on average you're, you're spending $5,000 a year on new equipment or upgrading equipment, well, combine all those numbers together and let's say it comes out to $12,000. Now you want to take out $1,000 a month every month so that $12,000 is there throughout the year and at the end of the year to pay for those purchases because most of us are going to spend based on what we see in our bank accounts. So by doing this profit-first method of setting up these additional bank accounts, and having that money auto-drawed out before you even see it, then you don't even worry about spending it. And then you have some of these important expenses taken care of rather than being surprised by them later in the year. Okay. And then just kind of another note is that I still think a lot of affiliates are wasting too much money on equipment. And, you know, if you're spending fifteen, twenty thousand dollars on equipment, maybe you bought 
10 new skiers this year, right? That's close to $10,000. I would suggest not spending money on those things and using that to pay yourself or your staff more. I mean, especially if you're someone who's an affiliate owner who's feeling burnt out, $10,000 can help help that burnout. It can help take you from $30,000 a year to $40,000 a year and, and start to inch you up of feeling like you're getting something in return for all this hard work that you're putting in. And I would highly suggest taking a hard look at equipment because I don't think it that new equipment really adds too much to the daily class experience. I think it has a really short-term effect. You, ha- you have people that ask for things and you're able to appease them by getting that thing that they want. But a lot of times it takes up more floor space. You know, it becomes kind of a logistical nightmare from a programming and class setup standpoint. So I think you're better off keeping things simple. And maybe even this year is the time to sell a few things off to simplify your equipment needs and class experience needs. So number two, after the number side of things is setting up a calendar events for 2019. And this is something we did for the first time last year, and it was really, really helpful for us. So right now, you probably have a rough idea of certain events throughout the year, but most affiliates I don't think have defined that on a complete year standpoint and have those dates set. So some things that you want to get into your calendar and have this on just one Microsoft Word document, okay? Just have it in order January, February, March, all the way down to December and have your key dates for each um, category within those months, Okay, so competitive events, get those things in there. The open, we know what that's going to be. If you're going to do a Friday Night Lights thing or, um, you know, an open draft, get that in the calendar so you know it's there. Murph is a big one for us. In-house competitions. Um, I know a lot of gyms like to build things around 5Ks or triathlons or Spartan races. Get those in the calendar so you can see what things you have going on for the entire year. Holidays are another one. And, you know, holidays could mean hero workouts and and little special events that you want to do regarding that. It can also mean holiday schedules. So one little adjustment that we made this year because we planned in advance was last year we remember that the day before Thanksgiving was super quiet in the gym, especially that evening. The day after Christmas was super quiet. So normally those were two days that we would run a full schedule of classes This year, because we planned in advance, we actually ran a limited schedule on both of those days, and it was plenty. It gave our coaches a little bit of a break. It gave us a little bit of a break as owners, and it it was still plenty of class offerings for what the members needed during that time. So I would set your holiday hours in advance while it's fresh in your mind. You have an idea of what your attendance was already through Thanksgiving and Christmas, and set those now in advance so you're not trying to please people when you get to that point You already know that, hey, we're going to take a break during this time. We're going to do less hours. And these are the classes we need around those holidays. Um, Community events is something you want to get in there. So things that we do, we do an annual dodgeball tournament, which is my favorite day of the year. Uh, We do happy hours at local restaurants. We do beach workouts since we're in South Florida. Um, We also do a workout at a local outdoor shopping plaza that has an amphitheater and we do, uh, we call it Beach Fit and Brunch or Beach Fit and Coffee. So little events like that, get those in the calendar throughout the year. Um, any seminars or certifications that you're going to do, maybe ones that you're going to go to or ones that you're going to host, get those in the calendar so you can see those. 
coach's birthdays are another one. And this is a chance for you to get cards or gifts in advance and to be a little bit more ahead of the game as it comes to uh, you know celebrating your coaches. Also, you want to get your marketing and retention calendar down. So for us, it's things like um, we do bingo throughout the year. We've done a golden ticket promotion. We've done referral campaigns. Now we're pretty set on for promotions. We want to do a twice a year two for $200 special. And in the past or this past year even, we kind of learned that for us, shorter term specials don't really work. So we did a 10 days for $20 for Beach Fit. And basically someone could get 10, 10 straight days for $20. They can come as much as they want in 10 days. And for us, what we realized is even though a lot of people bit on that offer, very few people stayed. It kind of, it got the wrong person in the doors. So now we're pretty set on doing something more long-term, a little bit higher initial price point, which is the two months for $200. Still a great discount on what our normal monthly membership is. But even though we don't get quite as many people throughout the door, through the door, we get more people to stick. So it's a, it keeps a better quality class and allows us to, um, to promote and bring in new people. So we're going to do that now in the summer and the winter every year. So it'll always be for June and July and then for November, December. And we'll have that promotion set in advance now for 2019. Nutrition calendar. So things like nutrition challenges. You do a nutrition challenge in January. You can do one in the mid-year, later in the year. Or you can do any in-body promotions if you have an in-body machine. Figure out those things and get those defined now. And then get any vacations or personal time down on the calendar as well. And once you get those other things down, I hate to say put yourself last, but a lot of your other events are already set. So get those things down, but with vacation and personal time, start to think about where that's gonna be in your calendar and get some of that time set in your calendar so you're not you know, at the mercy of your schedule and then things fill up. And then once you have all these dates down, it's, it's really cool in the sense that you're gonna see, hey, we got a ton of stuff going on in February, March, and April because we have the Open and we have this event and this event. And then in August and September, we have nothing. So maybe what you want to do is plan that beach workout in August, September. You want to plan a happy hour in August, September. Or maybe those are your slow months and maybe that's the time you want to actually just take a vacation. And those are two months of the year that you're not going to have a lot going on from a community standpoint. And you know, you're going to get a chance to take a little bit of a break and just kind of maintain and then attack it the other uh, 10, 11 months out of that year. And um, also with this, I mean, the dates are going to change. So don't feel like you once you get them down on a calendar, you're going to be held to these dates. But just getting something down is a big help. And you might switch dates throughout the year. Um, but I highly recommend getting that 2019 calendar set so you can see it in one page snapshot of your entire year. Number three, which is going to be a quick one because I've talked about it before, which is launching a committed club. And we only have a couple days till 2019 as I'm recording this. If you're listening to it, it's probably going to be a little bit after that. But I would say if you can get get listen to this and get, get a plan together by the 15th of the month, it's going to be worth it for you to launch a committed club in 2019. And we already have all the tools 
set up for you to do that. So I'd highly recommend listening to episode four of the Seven Figure Box podcast and then going to sevenfigurebox.com slash committed club so you can see the exact blog post that we use to announce our committed club to our members. So um, again, you don't have a lot of time to do this, but if you are listening to this in the next couple of weeks, I would suggest doing it and just uh, just launching it. There's going to be people that most people are attending a lot already in January. So January is not going to be the month that they miss. So as long as you can get it done by that mid uh, 15th, 20th of the month, you should be good to go and your members won't feel like they missed out on this year's committed club. Next, let's talk about kind of the calendar and timeline or, or how you want to spend your time in 2019. And this, again, goes back to this concept of taking the unknown and making it known. And I want you guys to get things set in your calendar now that are going to be showing up on a recurring basis. And I'm specifically thinking about, one, your own workouts. When are you going to work out? When are you going to do things like programming or emails or things that don't have a structured set time, right? Most of us know when we're coaching. We know if we have personal training sessions. We know if we have meetings. And if you don't have meetings set, get those set in your calendar. But a lot of times with our own training, with programming, with emails, we let those things go to the the gaps during the week or they just get pushed off to the weekend or they don't happen at all. So what I would suggest is get those important things in your calendar because if not, that urgent stuff is going to fill up your calendar um, if you let it. So that's a big one. And then from a time standpoint, I would take a step back and look at your entire 2018 and start to think about where did you spend your time? Did you coach too many hours in 2018? Did you spend too much time cleaning the gym? Did you spend too much time in in meetings that had no end result or no purpose? Where did you spend too much time in 2018? And how can you better spend your time in 2019? How can you spend your time in a way that's going to be more enjoyable for you, is going to fit your passions a little bit better, it's going to be a higher value to the business, it's going to provide more incoming revenue to the business, and start to do that time audit and, and use tw- use the, the new year as a chance to kind of step back um, on a personal standpoint as it relates to the business. And then the last uh, objective for 2019 is to Revisit your one-year, three-year, 10-year goals if you guys have those defined already, and then set some new 90 to 180-day goals, some really concrete, actionable goals that you can start attacking today, okay? And if you haven't yet done the one-year, three-year, 10-year vision or anything similar to that, I would definitely grab the book Traction and get those set um, by the end of January. You need something like that to be your North Star, to give you something to shoot for, um, and give your coaches something to latch onto that they feel like they're working towards as well. So get that defined, get an idea of where you want to go, and then get some really concrete 90 to 180-day goals that you can revisit daily. So whenever you wake up in the morning or whenever you have downtime, you can look at this list of five to 10 really key objectives, key goals that you want to accomplish in the next 90 to 180 days. And all that other minutia and unimportant stuff will will kind of go away as you focus on this really important stuff. Okay, so again, kind of wrap things up here. 
I, I really believe that most of the reason we overcommit our, our time and our money to things that are unnecessary throughout the year is because we haven't defined and scheduled what is necessary. So a lot of these things are getting us to schedule where we want to put our time, where we want to put our money, where we want to put our attention in 2019, get it set into a calendar, get it set up into a system like we're doing with Profit First, um, getting our uh, our entire calendar of events set up for the entire year. So that way we can prioritize and focus on this stuff and, and do important work throughout the year, okay? So hopefully this encourages you guys to... Uh, to get some of this stuff done, think about your business from a little bit more of an aerial view, and I hope you guys crush it in 2019. Good luck. Hey guys, this is Andrew again. Thank you for listening to the Seven Figure Box podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. We're on a mission to help box owners around the world create their dream gyms, whether that means building a seven-figure gym or simply creating a gym that they love showing up to each day. So please leave us a review and share this episode with a fellow coach or gym owner that could benefit from this information.